This is CliffCentral.com. Let's get Anthea in and see what she has to say. Mm. It's, uh, it's time for us to work hard for your money. <laughs> so hard for it, honey. Oh. Yes. Good morning, Anthea. <laughs> Never mind. No, last week I was told not to. Yeah, don't make everything it. a song. Okay. Please. Never mind. If you don't mind, Sia. Just, just for today. Shame, <laughs> can't help himself. Should I should like restrict myself. Just for yeah. Today. Just. Yeah, let's get someone. Let's get the professional. <laughs> Disco songs with Anthea. I don't know if you've heard this version. I am loving that you still find new versions of the song it's after not even me. Like other four people, years. Other people are finding it. I <laughs> swear to you. Brilliant. I have nothing to do with this. People, they mail me new versions of your song all the time. That I sounds like what? disco in the DRC though, with that oh, accent. Money. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what we really need is one of our listeners to do their version again, because mm. I did love that one. Well, you're here now, and let's hear what you've got to say for us. On the money front, a um, couple of things going on. The South African unemployment rate came out last week. How are we looking? Oh, terrible. And market commentators really were up in arms. And it, it's so weird. I'm not sure why. It's as if they didn't expect this. Um, so unemployment increased by half a percent to 27.6%. Um, very disappointing, obviously. Um but I'm almost kind of like I kind of listen to everyone commentating and going, what were you expecting? You know, we've gone around changing the Constitution to change property rights. You don't really think that foreign investors are going to come into South Africa and go, yes, why don't I build a factory on this piece of land, buy this piece of land, build a factory, and maybe they'll take it away from me. Yeah. Or even worse, maybe um, they won't let me expatriate my profits. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is I think Cyril got it because the next day he was speaking at some conference and he actually said, um, what, what, like, I actually wrote it down here. So he said, we would not ask or government would not ask foreign investors to put money into South Africa and then tomorrow take your land away. And um, he was saying that this is not something that any sensible person does, which I thought. Well, that's a bit of a turnaround from pre-election kind of yeah, rambling. How, how dare he refer to the ANC as sensible? He knows <laughs> he knows they're not okay. sensible. He's in there. Funny what you pick up on. <laughs> no, okay. I mean I'm telling you know I'm taking him at his word. Sure. He's he what he's basically saying is all those people who've been supportive of expropriation without compensation, including me, because that's what he did support in Parliament. Mm-hmm. These people are not sensible. That's what he's saying. There you go. And of course. Here it is. You know, logic and reason will always win over all your fantasies. And your fantasy might be that you can get international people to bring their money here and you can just steal it. Your fantasy might be that you can just expropriate people who own something now because you think it's unfair that they have something and you don't. But rationality and reason will always win out the day. People know not to give their money to lunatics. Yeah. And that's what Cyril's trying to now patch back together. Exactly. He's saying, be cool about it. Be and smart. It was, it was doing... at the Goldman Sachs talk. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Were you there? Did you mm-hmm. hear him talk? Oh, okay. Um, I don't go to things with Cyril. <laughs> oh, right. Are we not happy with Cyril at the moment? What, what are they? Government Sachs, as they called in the US, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so I've done quite a bit of work recently just 
from an economic system point of view, and one, I read such a great article two weeks ago that said redistribution does not work. And it the doesn't. reason I'm saying this is because I'm looking at whether capitalist or socialist or communism or blah, 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 mm-hmm. all those different economic systems uh, and trying to get a, my head around what's a good one. But, and, and you know, none of it's purest, right? We don't no, have a course. pure capitalist system. And, and you probably will never find it. But, um, yeah, redistribution does not work. That no. I do know. Well, good luck to all those people who still think it does. And, and I hope you find a way to make it successful without killing another hundred million people. Because yeah. that's what history has given us so far. That's the death count for socialism so far. Wow. Mm, hundred million. Makes Hitler look like he's playing in the fields. Cheapest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you add up the Soviet Union, Maoist China, Fidel Castro's Cuba, um, all the South American countries that at some point have fl- flirted with this Bolivar and uh, Che Guevara and all of these guys. Go and have a look at them. You've got countless examples of this being done in the Eastern Bloc, um, in Eastern Europe, you know, Ceausescu and all of these people. And then you've got those uh, countries that were allied to, you know, China and, and Russia in the, in the East during the Cold War. The death toll is mounting. Gareth, I'm not sure how you attribute an economic system to death are these people who were well, killed it's, it's because they opposed it social engineering so what oh, happens with, oh. with socialism okay. is all about the yeah. government makes okay. the rule and everybody has to follow it and their their purpose their stated purpose is to make everybody equal hmm. um, and to do so you really have to deal with those who don't comply yeah. and often that means death oh that's awful so so it's not just it's not we're talking we're not talking about capital flows or yeah. changes in ownership or any of this stuff. It's yeah, my co- mind works. Kolkhoz and Sovkhoz forced uh, labor camps and farms, and I mean Stalin was the master at this, and he couldn't even get it right. So what chance does any current dictator have? Oh, please can we move on? It's yes, got very depressing. But it's, if this is all right. You can go. The only book that you need to read in respect to this is Alexander Solzhenitsyn, who wrote a book called the Gulag Gulag Archipelago, which is worth. Uh, as as much time as you have, every single second you spend with that book will be worth it. Okay. Archipelago. Archipelago. Yeah. <laughs> the Gulag Ar- 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 Archipelago. <laughs> Archipelago. <laughs> Very much. All right. So let's get back to the story. Okay. So unemployment. We, yeah. Well, we're done with that, right? So are, I mean, we, the, well, are we? Are we not so miserable did I about give it? You, <laughs> yes, mean, we're a bit. Young the, people, in particular, are over sixty percent of the young people in South Africa are unemployed. That's a very Two-thirds. scary number. Two out of three, yeah? Yeah. And, and remember, a lot of these people will never get jobs. Yeah. There's the scarier statistic. It's not just that these people are unemployed, but as we've said before, a lot of them are unemployable. They don't have any skills. They are not literate. They are not numerate. There's a lot of talk about including the informal market when you look at employment, but I'm not sure that's the answer to no. it. Like that's just a cop out, no. quite frankly. And then, of course, the un- the expanded rate is 38 percent. Oh, those are people who have stopped looking for employment. So yeah, the, for sure, these unemployment numbers are very depressing. But what were you expecting? Mm-hmm. It's time to get economic growth. All right, that's let's, what I'm uh, let's look at some other stuff. Yeah. So we had a few companies reporting last week. Um, Netcare, they guided to headline earnings per share up three and a half percent on an adjusted basis. I think the main feature of Netcare's, um, trading statement really was that discoveries, um, 
hospital plans are actually impacting their networks, so NetCare being one of them, and basically keeping people out of hospital. So what you're seeing is occupancy falling from 64, uh, from 65.3% to 64.5%, which seems low, but if one insurance company impacts kind of bed occupancy rates, then it, it definitely impacts on the hospital's revenue or profit generation. Generating ability hmm. So I think that was quite interesting right. and, and basically I would say the growth really came from Akiso which is one of the hospitals That they acquired last year Wow, alright uh, Vodacom, pretty much the same story Really ugly, they're really struggling In South Africa, these numbers were An absolute disaster If it wasn't for Safaricom Which is the African business I think it would have been even worse Um they missed on both sides of headline earnings and dividend consensus. Headline earnings declining uh-huh. by 6.6% and dividends declining by 2.5% for the full year results. Oh, wow. And then, of course, the BE transaction, the year-to-year year transaction, um, cost them quite dearly this year as well. Um, yeah. And I think just also, you know, the competitive environment is getting more difficult for Vodacom. What's, that, uh, what's the year-to-year thing? That's, the B, that's Vodacom's okay. BE scheme. Okay. And basically, um, it matured out of the money. What does that mean? It means nobody made a profit and the banks lost and the company had to pay for it and, and, and. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Okay. Another great success story for BE. All right. Um, what about uh, Discam? What can you tell us about them? Yeah. Um, so, where do I start? Revenue growth was up 10%, but, which sounds great, but because of the, that's because of the strikes, we were expecting 13%. So it was disappointing and definitely the market did not like this number. Um, headline earnings per share, which is the real number we look at because we want to compare apples with apples, not just revenue, was up 7%. Um, and the most important factor here was the strike, which resulted in 50 million rand in direct costs. And 26 million rand in indirect additional financial impact uh, or loss of sales. So, yeah, I think Discam just struggling a little bit as well to get going there. It, you know, it, it's an interesting model because you have to wonder how they're going to expand. Um, because really Discam's model is now after they've set up all these big shops with not just um, – what do you call it? Retail goods, you know, like perfumes and yeah, lotions like a, and that. A super hypermarket of, of chem, chemists. Health and stuff. wellness. Yeah. yeah. They, they also do these pharmacies. <clears throat> pharmacies. And they're also now buying up the mom and pop pharmacies, the little small pharmacies. So I don't know if, you, if you've noticed, but they're suddenly starting to disappear. Oh, really? The is, yeah. The issue is, though, you cannot run a pharmacy. You cannot officially open a pharmacy if there is not a pharmacist on the premises. So if you're buying out a pharmacy, a mom and pop's pharmacy, somehow you have to retain the pharmacist, which is becoming an interesting issue okay. for Discam. And it'll be pretty much the same with clicks. And I think you, you'll see that clicks would have... Stopped doing that where Discoin continues to do it. Hmm. And while we're talking about retailers, we also had Spa. That was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, normalized headline earnings per share was up 7.4%, which again seems okay. Um, but that was really because of a big swing in Forex. You know, they had a nice big Forex game. They've got, um, shops all over the world. Um, turnover was okay. It was, yeah, it, it was okay. Like, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't dreadful. They also announced that they're moving into Poland now. So we're going to have Spa Island everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Switzerland. Um, wow. Yeah. UK. Very all good. All over the place. 
All right. Um, Friendly just quickly, spa wherever you are. <coughs> that's oh, what look they at say. that. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's what they say. So uh, two new listings uh, that are interesting to us, and we've spoken about them innumerable times, but MTN Nigeria. Finally. Going right? ahead. Yay, huh? finally MTN Nigeria uh, listed. How long have we been talking about this? <laughs> since the beginning ridiculous. of Game of Thrones. The look on your face, and there, it's genuinely got you so relieved and pleased. All right, all right. <laughs> Well, you know the MTN story, Zia. You know that they've got problems with the Nigerian government. You know that they need cash. Um, so when they list, they basically sell off shares and they take the cash because what would happen is people like you and me in Nigeria would have bought shares. MTN gets the cash for their shares, strengthening their balance sheet, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I look so happy. Um, they floated $6.5 billion on Thursday. They are now the second largest company on the Nigerian Stock Exchange after Dangote Cement. <laughs> so there you go. Very exciting. Yep. And not only that, but the share was up 10% on Friday, its second day of trading. Um, so after, that's after closing 10% high on Thursday. So basically a 20% gain, nominal. And tell us about Uber. And then Uber. Uber's long-awaited listing. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about this. The first day, the share fell 8%. The second day, it fell 5 I think. Um, yeah, it listed at $45 per share, raised $8.1 billion of cash, so cash to the company, valuing the company at $82 billion. So this is for a company, by the way, that has not made or turned a profit yet and has no plans in the near future. Or if they do have plans, they're not telling us about <laughs> to it. To turn a profit. So, yes. Uh, that's, uh, we have no plans to make a profit. But go but ahead and invest But you're worth $82 yeah, billion. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good to me. There were all sorts of stories on over the weekend about how one of the Uber employees had to resign because of the parties they had. One of oh, the branches wow. had to be closed down because apparently there was a note going out saying, Please be respectful. Don't drink too much alcohol. Don't party too hard. Mm-hmm. Sure. You can kind of see that company culture, right? It's the basis of a very successful company. <laughs> and they say don't drink and drive. There you go. Well, drink an Uber. Yeah. Maybe it's promoting business, <laughs> actually. Sure. Yeah. I hope it wasn't the drivers at the party. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yes. Oh, that good would point. be a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear you're talking about Bitcoin later. Yes, we are. We're talking to um, guys who started a, a business not so long ago. It's called Revix. I don't know if you've heard about no, it. No, I haven't. Tell me. Um, they are a revolutionary new cryptocurrency investment platform, making it safe and easy for South Africans to invest in cryptocurrencies. So they sell these things in bundles, which allow you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies. Because there are a lot of these smaller altcoins yes. people don't know about. And if you do know about them, you're not sure whether you should get in or whether you should get out or whether you should stay the hell away. And they do all the research for you. They, they will um, put together these bundles. You increase your return potential and reduce your investment risk. While our automatic, uh, their automatic rebalancing will ensure that you always get to hold the top assets. So oh wow! So you, some you, of them have made a bit of money because Bitcoin has practically doubled in the last yep, six months, right? That's correct. We're back. Yeah, we're back on there. Eight thousand so, dollars, like or somewhere near there, right? That's right. And we're going to speak to to Sean Sanders just now. He's from Revix, and we'll find out from him um, what it's all about. I'll definitely be listening in. Marvelous. Thank you, Anthea. All right, guys. All right. Very good. Anthea Gardner, The Money Shot, cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.